Welcome back to another edition of Hammer the Over. Today is Wednesday, April 4th. I am Fred West. With me as always, Evan Drone, Tom Milne. How are we doing, guys? Well, it's April 4th, but it feels like January 4th, maybe? Yeah. It's I not actually, that December? cold. It's, it, it was 12 degrees when I woke up this morning. Yeah, it was really cold this morning. Did it feel like 12 degrees? felt probably like it 8. Was, it was... It was Better than the middle of January. It's exceptionally cold. I was golfing this time of year. That's the thing. Last year, everybody had at least thirty six in probably. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I've already gone. I'd already gone red figures at this point. We have a bunch of people over at the lodge like this first Saturday, like April second or something like that. Well, we were watching March Madness games at your house outside. outside. Yeah, I watched March Madness outside some games last year too. That was incredible. Yeah, we're getting. We're kind of screwed over yeah, this year. I was actually thinking about making this into into a little blog for the Freelance Friday that we haven't done in that we haven't done in months. <laughs> but uh, is I was talking with a buddy of mine about how winter is by far the scrappiest month. Just, oh, yeah. it's like Delhi when he was guarding uh, <laughs> Steph in the finals. In the finals, a couple years ago, just wouldn't give him any space. Like has not that much talent as far as seasons go. Probably not the most talented season. But just refuses to give spring just any space. Grinds. Yeah. Grinds. And it's it's constantly it's taking right up on you till the end. I mean what, March twentieth is technically the first day of spring. Yeah. Like twentieth or twenty fifth. Winter is constantly boxing spring out of days. Especially here. And the fall. Too. <laughs> yeah, it literally is. It's just fighting for more days. It takes more days. It takes its space. Eating into impressive. our eating into our summers every year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's been uh, not exactly. I biked to work last week, and this week I barely got to work. Right, I was slipping around this morning. My little my little cynic. Yeah, I mean, this is the time of the year that it really actually pisses you off, like that that's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, January, you, you you're. Like we you, signed up for this. Yeah, yeah so we're well, okay with this. Right, March. We kind of signed up for this too, though. You know, you know, you know, you're gonna get those wild days in April, and sometimes. You know, when I was a senior at Olaf, we got, uh, remember that giant yeah. snowfall in, the, in May? Yeah. Mm. And then it was like gone by like 7 o'clock that day. But like on the ground, there was like... Your senior year was like the worst winter in like seven decades. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That was, that was breathtakingly bad. I remember <laughs> stepping outside of Moan and like literally losing my breath. <laughs> yeah, I remember some cold mornings like that. That After was a... Like froggies uh, on a Thursday night. That was a... The, our Oof. freshman year when we had our, our southern friends on the hockey team asked me like what I wore in the winter. <laughs> Stephen Sherman asked me, what do you wear on your legs in the winter? going to be a, gonna be a tough like, stretch here, but like, uh, pants. <laughs> yeah, Usually, like, usually <laughs> pants. And really high, warm wool socks. One of my biggest regrets is not telling him that everyone wears snow pants every day. Like, we all just bundle up in snow pants and <laughs> go to He's got the full uh, snow pants matching the snow coat. Yeah, he's got like the old snow, snow pants. Pretty much. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Uh, also, while we, uh, just to, you know, start off the podcast, if you enjoy the Model 284 content, why don't you head over and check out the other podcast that we... The rival, um, or yeah. maybe the brother. It's hard know, to say whether or, not, like, whether or not we're brothers or rivals. Yeah, well, can be one and the same at Cain times. and Abel. Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So... Uh, the Model 284 podcast with CEOs Mark and Sam, where they break down some of their numbers and talk about their models. They've been doing a... Doing a really good job. I think they actually had Coach Kazan on last week. They did. Um, talking was... about St. Olaf basketball analytics. Yeah, it was a good interview. Coach Kaz, awesome dude. Yeah. Um, always got good things to 
to saying I loved when uh, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't spoil it, but whenever Mark would ask a question, he would he would address Sam. That's awesome. In the podcast. Just completely disregard Mark. <laughs> it's so funny. That's but funny. no, great interview. Uh, those guys have a pretty cool podcast. If you are more into the numbers, uh, definitely check that out. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had a podcast. Lots happened, specifically March Madness. And Fred, the- I fact checked you real quick. You're right. 2013-2014 was the coldest since the 70s, and it's the second coldest Minnesota winter of all time. I'd see. In recorded history. It was so bad. Average average temperature was 9.7 degrees. I remember, like, multiple days being like, okay, it's negative 20. Like, th- we're not having class. And yeah. just walking. Walking over sure the regions. Yeah, get your ass to that yeah. class. <laughs> get my ass to intro chemistry class, which doesn't matter at all. Um, but Sorry. March Madness wrapped up on Monday. Villanova, Good. national champs, second time in three years over Michigan. Absolutely blew everyone out of the water. 6-7-0 uh, and against the spread, uh, which is ridiculous because they were obviously favored pretty heavily in every game. And I think every game they won in the tournament was by double digits. And yeah. that's only the, I think that was the sixth time that's happened. They like barely sweat. Yeah, I mean literally, that, that... I didn't think that game was going to be a blowout, but Nova going into that game and just in, even into this tournament, just they're such a good team. Well, after what they did to Kansas on yeah. on Saturday, it was kind of like I, I bet Nova minus seven, and I put it in and I, I felt a little weird about it because seven points in a championship game is a lot, and Michigan is a tight defensive team. They well coached, obviously. Yeah, I like John Beeline. And uh, it felt a little weird, but at the same time, Villanova was just clearly the best team in the tournament. They were. They were. They were balanced. I mean, their bench was good. They were deep. Obviously, they were good with DiVincenzo coming yeah, off the coming bench. Yeah, coming off the bench. 31. But that, yeah, I mean, they were stacked. And I heard on the radio this morning, too, that it's feasible. It won't happen. Guys are going to go enter the draft. But mm, that yeah. team, that entire team could come back next year. Yeah. Literally, I mean, it's on like, paper, was they it could do it, and, and Brunson, like Brunson's graduating in three years, but he could come back. He's got eligibility, obviously. Yeah, he's got eligibility. And uh, Spellman is the guy that they think's probably definitely going to um, yeah, declare. And, and Bridges, too. He's really, really talented. Um, but I don't know about this DiVincenzo guy. I, I actually don't even know what year he is. But I, I, think, was, I think I saw he's 21, so he's probably a junior or okay. sophomore. I just couldn't help but think that whole game, like, how much is this guy jumping up boards right now? Oh, huge. You know? I mean, that was huge for his stock. I, 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 was, I was looking into it a little bit. I don't think he was even in any mock drafts. Like, he wasn't slated as an NBA prospect yet. I mean, maybe the expectation was that he's going to be back, and he probably will be back. Yeah. But, I mean, he's really, that guy can shoot the ball. He's athletic. Crazy athletic. Sneaky athletic, some would say. Yeah, right? Yeah. And what ethnicity is he? It's very hard to I mean, to he's say. red-headed. He's got a very... I think he's Italian. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's Italian. He's Devin... He's Steven, white Steven guy. Senio? Devin He's white. Well, I knew that. I is think he, we were saying... Is he white? Yeah. When he's you just asked white. what ethnicity what? he was, I just told you. He's white. I thought he was asking, is he Italian or Irish? Oh. <laughs> I was. <laughs> well, he he got a little Blake Griffin in him. That's the thing. Everyone's saying so? Blake Griffin. No, he's Blake way, Griffin is he's, definitely half black. Yeah, even Chenzo's like way whiter. Yeah, he's white, Tom. Tom, he's not black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see Blake Griffin actually tweeted at him like Devin Chenzo or whatever, putting on for the reddish haired people? Out <laughs> the there. redheads. It's like, well, this guy's actually just a redhead. Yeah, and Blake, you're half black. Yeah, you're. Sort of reddish. Wait, yeah. but Blake Griffin is a redhead. Whether or not he's half black, he's still <laughs> well, redhead. He's reddish hair. Devin, was it Chenzo? Devin Chenzo. Devin Chenzo. 
He's just a redhead. Blake Griffin's reddish hair. Is he just a pure redhead? I feel like there's something in there. Something. It is missing. strange that like <laughs> there's something. If we're gonna go look, have you have you seen Blake Griffin's parents? Like, yes, he's got a black dad. No, it's not just that his dad's black. His dad is like one of the darkest African American men I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It's very strange or odd to me. I know that the, you know genealogy or yeah, it doesn't always like mix fifty fifty. Yeah, it doesn't. But like Blake Griffin's got like really light skin. Like yeah. he, Blake, Blake Griffin's skin is about as white as like half black, half white people get. Yeah, yeah. and his dad is like extremely dark. And you know, parents, I mean, your kids usually have like skin tone yeah. relatively like close to. For their, example, all the Wests are pasty. Yeah, <laughs> real white. I guess real, not like snow. We got my dad's like really like like it's got like Italian looking skin. He but and he's we're tanner. all we're all yeah. Like, he's he's kind of got that leather. But we never none of us are like really like that though. Yeah, but maybe it yeah. comes with age. Yeah, but, that's a good point. You know what's I don't know. I just find it interesting. No. That Blake Griffin's like very like pale yeah. white, and his dad's like really dark skinned black. That guy. brings me to a uh, a a different kind of tangent, but on the same lines of something that I don't understand. So my grandma and her sister. Both did that thing where, like, you send it and you get, like, your, your whole, like, genealogy yeah, spread yeah, or your ancestry. Like, you send in your they blood sample. Yeah, 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 or whatever. And they have different percentages for, like, their, like, heritages. Yeah. Like, they have, like, the same general area in, like, obviously it's Europe. Um, <clears throat> same general areas in Europe that they're from, but, like, it's different percentages. How does that work? Shouldn't you just be the exact Wait, same? With their sisters, right? Yeah. Yeah. How but I guess, like, my... Like, me and my brothers and my sister would have different spreads. But I don't understand how that works. Wouldn't it just... Isn't it just kind of like a set... Well, you, yeah. I mean, isn't everything the right? same from above? Like, I you guess guys are not. coming from the same... That's what I mean. Like, we should have the same but I splits. Get, huh? But we, I guess we what don't. Do Wait, what do you send in? What do you... Like, how do you... So... You, your brother... And, do they take a swab of your lip or what? I don't you know. You and your siblings share pretty much identical DNA. Right. Well, you and I share pretty much identical DNA. But... I meant like in terms of like the expressions too. Right. right. So what I'm saying is like when like when you send in like your thing and they send you back your whatever ethnic spread of where everywhere that you're from and your whole genealogy and whatever, you and your siblings would have slightly different like percentages. What? Yes. How is that possible? That's I have no cool. idea. That's, yeah, that makes no sense to me at all. It makes no sense to me either. That doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. I know, unless, but it, like you'd like be a, from like the same areas, but you'd have like diff. Like you would be more like Norwegian than your brother by a little bit or something. Well, oh, like oh, so you're talking about like the individual? Yeah, that's kind of like your expressions of your genes. Well, but yeah, I don't understand that. Shouldn't, shouldn't your you DNA? and your like? Shouldn't you and your brother be like 25 percent Norwegian, 30 percent? Yes. No. That that's still true. Like you are technically those fractions. So those percentages are still true. What they're saying is basically like you have in your blood. Your body has decided, like, okay, so are we going to have a discussion about genes and how they're expressed right now? Maybe. Well, we're going there, so. Know. We it's, might as well do the five minutes of research it's right just like now. Anything. It's, <laughs> like, it's like, okay, in my family, you know, like, okay, Dave's like 5'11", maybe 6 feet, and I'm 6'4 and a half, and Steve's 6'3". Yeah, but how do you express more, like, Croatian than... Well, like, essentially what this is, like, on my mom's side of the family, like, everyone's tall, and on my dad's side of the family, there are some shorter people, and, like, obviously Dave's genes... Are tilting more towards my dad's side of the family, so maybe he's like tilting more towards like yeah, the shorter I, Scottish I people. Yeah, yeah I guess. And I'm I guess, tilting more that. towards like the taller German people. Oh, my dad, okay. my mom's side of the family. I guess that makes sense. But there's still you're still still you're still you're, made up of your full percentage breakdown is still the it's same. The same idea. It's like okay, I look more like my mom, but I'm still fifty mom, fifty dad. 
Yeah. Uh, my genes, uh, are, my genes are expressing genes much are... more of my mother's uh, in my body okay. for a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We should call someone who knows this stuff. You know? You think Jake knows? Yeah. Let's get him down here. <laughs> Maybe Mike. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you're I think wrong. You're, I get right. what you're saying. It makes sense when you put it that way. I guess just seeing what, like they sent like you get like maps and stuff. You know when you when you send your stuff and you get a whole yeah. thing. and like just, just seeing like, like my grandma and her sister have different like maps was like wait yeah that's how bizarre. does that make sense? That's uh, it's like it's like remember when and this turned out to be not true but everyone remember everyone was like when Yao Ming was coming up and everyone's like how the hell is he so tall? I bet he, you know he's Chinese. I bet. His parents could be tall. It turned out his parents were very tall. Mm. But it's just like any – things are fluky sometimes too. Like your parents can be short. Like I've seen NBA players' parents are like both six feet. This guy is like six nine. It's like how is that possible? Yeah. Somehow in his – you know, yeah, you had the way that. his genes that got expressed, there was a chance that he was yeah. going to be super tall and he just got it. Hit the know? lottery. Yeah, exactly. So this all spurred from DiVincenzo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, who, who, who yes, who yet, who is white, but he might be Italian and Irish. I think, I think it's think probably a combination. Yeah, too. some sort Let's of just combination. Let's settle on that too. for now. Anyway, this Dante DiVincenzo guy goes off in the national championship game, 31 points. First guy since, like, what, 70-something to hit five threes in the championship game. He was incredible. Incredible. And then, of he course. completely, like, just 100% white. Yes. Eh. What are you talking about? I mean, look know. at his face. I don't know. He's pretty white. He's white. Um, and because it's 2018, and because you can't, we can't have nice things. As soon as the championship game yep. ends, his old Gotta tweets from like something. 2011 when he was 13, 14 his dad years old, pussy. yeah, gets gets pulled up. Well, that was just kind of funny. His dad he did say some other pretty. Yeah, he he dropped in. Things. Well, he dropped in an N word. In in the like a lyric, yes, and he also I guess replied to some people not in like a derogatory way, but more in the you just can't say that kind of way. Yeah, dropping n words to people that it, it seemed like he knew, like saying my you know oh yeah you right. know that kind of thing. You so, toss around the n word like the friendly version, yeah. but like you're still white dude. Yeah, so you can't, you say, can't that say that. Yeah. So obviously that happened because it seems to happen. What literally whenever something good happens. We have to find out that it's actually not good. They always, yeah. They, well, if you're a kid's listening, they always dig something up. Like no matter what, just delete your Twitter history you know, from high school. You know what's actually, and maybe I feel like you guys were probably in the same boat as me. I feel like I'm actually very grateful that we just missed having like Twitter. In high, I didn't get Twitter till first year out of high school. I got Twitter my senior year of high school. I'm very glad I didn't have Twitter when I was in like seventh grade. Yeah, like oh even at, like at, in middle school, you know what I mean? that just would be such a different life. Because oh, even when I, and yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna tweet this, and I'm you know, and you, yeah, I'm just gonna say this. Like, who cares? It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, like there's 13 people that follow me. Who this is never going to be a problem. Yeah, I like. I am so, so right happy that. that I didn't have this stuff we, when I was seven. I like, think like I in seventh too, grade. I think I got a little too early. I was tweeting probably heinous stuff my senior. And Can free. you imagine though? Like this. How, well, much, thing, how much do you think? Just think about that too. Like we didn't have Snapchat when we were in middle school. Oh and stuff. my gosh! Think of the things that the stupid probably do eighth on grade boys that we never even like. Uh, like the thing the if I had Snapchat in eighth grade, the things <laughs> I would have sent. Yeah, right. You guys were bad enough on the hockey team as adults. Basically. I know. I know. Well, that's the thing too. Is honestly. <laughs> And I'm I'm still very glad that like I've been relatively careful with like my social media accounts in general, mostly just because I don't feel the need to say stupid shit all yeah. the time. But like 
only up until like the last two years maybe have like people really had to be like wait this is gonna come back somehow so like, like that's really recent like a lock it down yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's why tom <laughs> tom's on the lockdown <laughs> those mill brothers on twitter steve's steve's loose he is loose. he's under a pseudonym though <laughs> that's true that is true yeah it's just it's a it's a scary world out there on the internet yeah i'll tell you, you that careful. much uh anything else march oh here's something from march madness i want to ask you guys what is spike lee famous for uh that is an awesome question. I was thinking you were talking about that Spike Albrecht kid from Michigan. Oh, Little no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those threes. yeah. Uh, was, he an, was he an actor? I, thought, I think he makes movies. Tom, you probably know this. Yeah, Tom, uh, Spike Lee. What is Spike is Lee famous for? He's a director. He, he made a lot of like... Um, God, he's famous for one movie in particular I'm not thinking of. Cause for oh, he's always made like very like culturally challenging movies. Yeah, I was gonna like, say I feel like that they're, they're like wrong. pushing the envelope about like topics and things like that. See, or I controversial. Knew he, I know like he made that. movies, but I've never yeah. I've never known what movies he's made or films or anything. He got honestly, truly, I feel like he's just been famous for my entire life. He got mostly <laughs> famous for being he's like, in all those March or the, those. And this is commercials with like this Charles is true. Barkley. He got mostly famous for being like one of the first big time like directors and producers that was African American and like the Knicks fan thing. Yeah, that's like, what I the mean. The Knicks fan thing made him big. That's I, what I mean. really do think that. In my head, and I don't, I can't put him to any like piece of work that he's done. So in my head, Spike Lee is just famous for being famous. Yeah, dude in black and orange on the sideline. Yeah, he's Madison just famous Square for being like, oh, that's it's Spike Lee. Know. He's just a famous guy that <laughs> like, goes oh, yeah, to Spike games. Lee. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, Spike Lee. Spike Lee is famous. <laughs> but who is he? For being uh, the famous guy, Spike Lee. That's that's I like that, Fred. Thought provoking. I didn't. I don't really ever. I don't know anything he's done. Um, other thing that's actually we, we want to tie a bow on March Madness. We good with that? I think we I think we sealed it. Yeah, sealed. Nova's the bow up. really good. Nova's um, really good. Probably going to be good again next year. Probably. It's kind of what it's looking like. Yeah. Good enough. Uh, is Mo Wagner? Mo Wagner is he going to be like an NBA guy? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Flashing. This is this would be a great question yeah. for Mark. He could tell you. And he's that's his kind of player. Obviously. See, Mark that's loves the him. other thing that I'm always reminded of when I watch March Madness is that I have no idea how to judge. Who's good versus who's going to be good in the NBA? Yeah, because it, it's not a perfect Size, recipe. It doesn't, it doesn't translate. Well, it's it's yeah, like but still sometimes skills it, important, but not as important as size, strength, and speed. Yeah, for the for moving to the next level. I guess. I, yeah, I mean, I get that. I'm just saying, like a lot of times, I just like having yeah. not not having the same basketball IQ as a guy that would watch it as much as you guys. Do. Yeah, oh, I mean, Wagner's good. He just needs to beef up, and it's it's tough to believe that he's going to beat people off the ball and like move it and move people around. Like you would think some of the other big guys. Yeah. And he doesn't do the other stuff. Like well, it's like Kaminsky excellent. a couple years ago. Like not his senior year, but his junior year when he was still like stroking threes and stuff. I remember watching him and being like, okay, he's 7-1, he's stroking threes, and he's tearing up like Kentucky. Yeah. Like he's going to be good in the NBA, right? And people are like, eh, Too slow. maybe. Yeah, then small. his senior year he was even a little better. And now he's like, he contributes in the NBA, right? He contributes. And the thing too is the NBA is such a bigger game as Bigger guys, oh, right. like a guy like Frank isn't going to convert to be a, no. a big center in the NBA. You know, my, my point exactly. But he can I, shoot, so that definitely help him. I think Wagner is like a better basketball player than Mason, the Plumley brothers in the NBA, right? Because he has more skill. He can do more things. He can hit threes. He can do all these different. The things. Plumleys are stronger, the, faster, bigger. Exactly. The Plumleys are stronger. They're bigger. They rebound better. They defend better, and that makes them more utilitarian. So. Because it's harder to you're you're, you're going to be challenged to score more in the NBA than you would. So this is something I've always said, and I have nothing to back it up, but it feels right. If you're like 
six eleven to seven one, and you can shoot threes. There's got to be a spot for you on a roster. No doubt. Right? I think hundred percent. You can shoot. Big guy that can shoot. What if you like can't name do anything right else? Now. Well, pfft. like you can't what put one foot in front of the other. Or, like, you just mean? I'm trying to think of a good example. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's pretty. If you're a big guy that can shoot, I, I think feel like there's a spot for you, right? Yeah, yeah, know. that might be true. Honestly, if you can shoot threes and you're seven foot, and I mean, above. yeah, Frank could be an example of that he was like still post can, player too. Frank, though. as long as he yeah, stays, yeah, he's an okay post player. If he stays healthy though, Frank's going to be able to play for a long time because yeah, he can shoot true. threes and he's seven one. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, he'll have a good career. Anyway. Other big news for sporting world, and it's just it's one of those things that it should signify the beginning of spring. Yeah, in, in the northern states, it hasn't. We're but so confused right now about baseball this. is back. Opening day was last Thursday, which honestly, I need I need the Twins to play like a hundred day games this year. Yeah, I know. It's so nice to be up, even just like listening to it on like a tab Sitting or something work, or on yeah, the radio at yep, work. It's yep. it makes the day days. just it's way better. It does, which is the nice thing about early season. They play a lot of day games because mm-hmm. it's warmer. But tweens, um, yeah, welcome back, twins. Welcome back, baseball. This is a. I mean, I'm pumped to have it wow. back. Your number one team's playing again, right? You. I don't know. I don't know. Your number one twins. He's. Guy. He's. Ah. I remember you waffled all twins forever. Yeah. You waffled yeah. on a different episode. I, I like, did earlier I did. this year. What's up with that? Uh, the wolves might be. Wolves are might sneaking be coming on. into play as the number one. It's it's real tight right there. Just wow. it's so it, it takes so much time to keep up with baseball, and I do like it is time. Dude, you've been number one Twins guy forever. I love the Twins. Gear. I love the Twins, but I love the Wolves too. I don't know if I can if I can get like two Twins it's, games it's in a week, I feel pretty good about that. Like, yeah, like not even like good. if I can. If I watch five a year, I'd feel good about that. It's just hard. It's, it's hard. every day. Even, it, even it's got to be a part of your routine. Almost. Guys, it's boring. See, that's the thing, though, is you don't... The, the nice thing about baseball is we have the baseball game on right now. We're podcasting. You can still watch baseball. Yeah, it's perfect, it. like, background. If, you, if you've got some stuff to do on your computer or something at night after work, throw the Twins game on, diddle around, you pay, yeah. att- you pay attention when the announcers start screaming. I'd rather watch Inside Man in the background than watch Watch Inside Man? Yeah, okay, so... Really underrated, Denzel, really underrated movie, by the way. Blowing people's minds. So, that's okay. a good movie. How, okay, here's an argument, though. Baseball, Spike arguably the inside man. Did he? Baseball, okay. Hey, Spike Lee is. We're off Spike Lee. Baseball, <laughs> baseball oh. is definitely the best sport to. I don't know. If be a fan of is the right right term, but like go to a sporting event See, with friends. Like you guys can you can go to a Twins game on like a Saturday day game. Yeah, like, like Saturday day game in, and sunny in the summer or like a Friday night. First you know. of all, I agree with the sentiment here, but you're wrong about that. Without a doubt. An NFL it's, game okay, okay. is the greatest experience. Agreed. Thing. Well, okay, not gonna agree on that. To not care and to be screwing around and getting it's, drunk it's and doing the that kind most of thing. Social sport. Yes, yes. no doubt yeah. about it. Which that. is awesome because like, you don't need to pay attention. You, you really don't. don't. You can yeah, get in yeah. for ten bucks. You're outside. Yeah. I agree with that. Have no a few good that. beers and maybe blackout. I don't know. It's hard to that, say. Totally <laughs> hard to say. That standpoint of it, like there's there's nothing better. You just go. You get in for cheap, you get a bunch of beers in you, everyone's just talking, you don't have to really pay attention. If it gets interesting, maybe you... Yeah, maybe you're, like, so in. Yeah! Yeah, they're down to the game, but... Yeah, I mean, the thing with baseball to me is it's just, one, especially in the first couple of weeks, it's just nice to have it back. It is. Two, I I enjoy having baseball on, just in general. I like 
watch it. It's a visually pleasing sport to me too. Like Thank especially you for your honesty. <laughs> at the game when you're there and you see like the perfectly <clears throat> manicured lawns yes. and like the, the backdrop the, of the city. Yeah, and, the perfect oh. uh dirt in the infield. It's just a visually pleasing sport. It is. And, and definitely like the best I think baseball stadiums are the coolest stadiums slash that. arenas in all sports. Yeah. At least most unique. What? So, yes. I NFL on that one too, man. I I know, but every I don't know. I, baseball stadiums would be a lot well, more United that, Bank Stadium is so tight. Well, think about how like every baseball outfield yeah. is slightly different than the than another one. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think that's one of the most effed up things about baseball. You don't different like that? It's a competitive advantage or disadvantage either way. Yeah. What's up with that? That's why you get lefties and home team, literally. Yeah. Every time I build Actually, a new stadium, in too. If I'm, building wall, new, yeah. if I'm building a new stadium for baseball, I'm going to be the, the, the shortest field every single time. Why? So my team can hit more consistently. Well, yeah, their pitch. team does too. But if you can't pitch, what do you have good pitching? I still think it's Both bad. teams are playing on the same field. Yeah, but you play there more than they do. Yeah, that's why you throw like weird jags into the walls. That's why in uh, it's just unique in Houston. There's a damn hill in the middle of center field. Did they take that? <laughs> they out, took actually? it out. They yeah. took it out. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was like I don't know how more people didn't get. Remember Seriously, Jim Edmonds Edmund. making a diving catch into the hill like Jim ten Edmonds. years ago. He's a legend. Yeah, he is a legend. Uh, twins Ooh. two and two about to go to three and two. Tom, yeah, your hand was raised. Yeah, Miguel Sano. I actually read a little bit. And I was listening to I don't know. I think it was Big swing. Huge I think shot. Wobble was on with Big was Gleeman and the Geek. It was I think no, it was it was John Bonus and and uh, Aaron Gleeman. And the, the whole question and Miguel Bonus is, is the fat. Geek. Is, he is Gleeman yeah. and the Geek. Yeah. Is yeah, most of the geek. Is Miguel Snow fat? Is that uh, yeah. Out? Is he fat? Yeah, a little bit. Is, yeah. is he, it is it a problem? You can get away with it as long as he hits. Yeah, I think the only issue that people have with it is that he plays third base. Yeah, he did boot a ball a couple days ago. And he's got a great arm. He's he got doesn't a look good fat. He just looks like a he's just beast. He's a big guy, but it's like you think of David Ortiz. He made an entire career. Dude, David Ortiz was legitimately fat. I just saw Miguel. He is not like fat. No, he but he's he's like dense. He's really dense. Yeah, he looks like he's like building a linebacker. Yeah, yeah he, I think he's a little he's softer than the average linebacker. Okay. All but right. so he's not the quickest guy in the world either. Does he have a giant belly hanging off him? No. No. He doesn't look like Bartolo Colon. I think the there. issue is that he's one of those guys that you have to like watch the weight. Like he could come oh, back yeah. every year kind by like Tom Brian yeah. McKinney kind of comes back fifty yeah, pounds. Like he could you could come he could come to spring training like thirty pounds overweight one year. I can get behind that. That's true. Alright, well twins are just starting, but the Wolves and the Wild are looking at the playoffs. Playoff right races. Now. We can go Wolves first because they're they're still they're battle, still right? fighting. Uh, they still what do they have two games with Denver? We yet? got two so we have four games left. We play Denver tomorrow, which is a huge game because they're only a game behind us. And then we play LA Friday, and then I think either Sunday, Monday, or like Monday, Wednesday, we go Memphis and Denver. So we play Denver twice, who's a game behind us, and they're in the ninth spot, we're in the seventh spot. So, I mean, we – this is far from over. There yeah, is a real chance that the Timberwolves miss the playoffs, which there, is – Yeah, there's a real chance. Like a pretty real chance. I don't I mean, think it's going to happen. If we can, if we win one of the Denver games and win at least one of the – I think if we win two of the next we'll four, Memphis, we'll get in. We'll beat the Clippers. At that point in time, the Clippers will be out of it. No, we're – the thing is I, I want to talk about specifically, yeah, I mean – First of all, it's been it's been frustrating, no doubt. And like, I think we're gonna get in. We're probably gonna be ousted first round. Well, I, I do it, think we're gonna win. Is eight spot the best they can get, or what? Can no, they jump they, they can we can get, get up five, four. four. Really? Yeah. So, four. Okay, so the West is packed. 
But I'm thinking we're going to be six to eight for sure. Yeah. I'm if they too. get the sixth spot, is there a chance they win? Yes. Absolutely. I would say if so. Jimmy's back for sure. And if they get seven, eight, they're out. So here's the thing. You Most likely. Let's go to State. Like, eight, somehow shit's the bet. Yeah, eight plays Houston. Do you, do you think Houston has less of a chance than Golden State? Yes! I think so. Oh, my Houston. God. Houston's destroyed us this year. It's been the worst game we've yeah, played. they've had okay. our numbers. So I'd rather play Golden State, especially because they're kind of beat up. And Steph, out of the first round. Which, wow. KD, coming, just coming back. Yeah. Is this the most complained about successful team in Minnesota sports history? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean... Try to think of other examples. Has there ever yeah, been a team more like, scrutinized, head coach, players, <laughs> bitched about, whined about, that's been, like, good? Especially coming off of how bad they've been recently. You know what? Now, this is an outsider's perspective, but I think it's just, like, the way that they, the way that they've, the season's gone. Like, at, you yeah. could get, what are they going to have, like, 40-some, 45 wins or something like that? Yeah, we're at 44 right now. 46, so. we'll 47 wins, I think. And I think our over-under was at 47. Right, so, like, they're basically going to end up exactly where, where they were projected at the beginning yeah. of the year, right? It's just, like, the like the frustration that of watching them day-to-day that I think is the reason. Yeah, that. and I, I totally understand that, and that's a very valid point. But my question still stands, despite this man, despite what's happened, is this the most complained about, bitched, moaned about team that's, that's successful in Minnesota sports history? Probably. Yeah, I think it probably is. I think people just had such a high expectation with, I wouldn't say a, a complete overhaul of the roster, but a pretty big overhaul. You bring in a defensive-minded t- uh, coach in Tibbs who, our, our defense has been terrible both years at Tibbs. Yeah. And you expect that to get better, and it hasn't, and... I mean, I don't know. You can make an argument that our young guys aren't making as big a strides as you want. I mean, Cat is a machine. He's a monster. Cat's Wiggins is just kind of in his own little bubble, doing his thing. He's floated up and down. Yeah, it's been a, We're it's not been a, it's been a bad season for Wiggins, though. No doubt about that. But yeah, is it so? Is this fair? I mean, we haven't seen no, the playoffs I don't in twelve think it's years, fair. and we're on the verge of making the playoffs for the first time. This is there's the first only, time. There's only one legitimate. There's two, okay, there's two legitimate gripes. One, if you want to gripe a little bit about the development of Wiggins and his role, sure, gripe about that. Sorry, three. There's three. <laughs> three three legitimate. The Wiggins one, I'll take it just for everybody, like Andy and Wally and whatever. You know, A lot of people tend to be complaining about him. I don't think it's completely fair, but I think it's somewhat legit. Two, the defense. For having a team as talented and should be good defense is absolutely a legitimate complaint. It's atrocious we're in the bottom third. And so let me get to the third. Yes, and then I have the a third, point about the second one. The third is Tibbs deserves every bit of scrutinization that he's getting right now, without a doubt. He is supposed to be his defensive mind genius. We suck at defense. The guys are listening. He's burning people out. You literally watch it in games. Like Williams and Cat like hit a wall with four minutes left. Yeah, they did it. It was it was. Dallas, we almost lost that game because they couldn't even move anymore. <laughs> no one was moving. Jamal had to bail us it's out against one of the worst teams. Wig and Cat off the floor on stretchers after the game. Yeah, <laughs> like IVs. You remember and... watching it? Like literally, yeah, Wiggins yeah. is like. I mean, he's, just, he's twenty-one. Like he's that, dragging like, himself up <laughs> the floor like this is sad. He's like, looking honestly, like that like, Sri Lankan guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but like, those are the three that I think are legit. The right. rest, I think, is like, dude, just shut up and enjoy the fact that we're winning. So I think I. The reason, part of the reason that they're so scrutinized and people have such a problem with them is getting to your second point, the defense, and that they should be a good defense or not. That that looks like an effort thing from like a fan's perspective, and like you know, Midwestern people, like all you have to yeah. do is basically put an effort out there, yeah, and they're, and they're, they're gonna you. love you. Yeah, that's true. you know what I mean. We we love 
anyone that's, oh, should try it. Yeah, any, any, anyone, anyone that's gonna like look like he's trying as hard as he possibly can yeah. any, like that's a problem when you're talking about there's very little things Minnesota sports fans will get like actually up in arms about and like effort is maybe the only one yeah that's and true it, it, I mean and you know that Good, can go back hey, to the point, point. are these Great guys point. just too tired point. but uh, but how about Jimmy coming out too and defending Tibbs and being like it's not Tibbs fault that our defense blows it's the fact, like, he can't make a guy want it. I do Which, think it's very interesting that they, they've got these, like, core group of players who've, who've played for or used to play for Tibbs or play for him now who are, like, totally bought in on him. Yeah. And they're totally sold. But I think that that's, like, okay. So, it's an analogy. If, if you, you you love your brother, right? You love Andy. If Andy just, like, slowly started turning into this more, like, crass jerk and, like, <laughs> other people started calling out, you wouldn't you be like, no, come on. Like, that's not true until you, like, really noticed it for a long time. I feel like people – like, Tibbs – So you think Jimmy is blindsided? He's blinded by – Not love okay, for Tibbs. Tibbs. No, yeah. that's a theory. It's a theory of mine. Well, I, I think Tibbs has gotten worse as a coach. There's just no way. He's an NBA dinosaur. Or, or maybe it's just the fact that the game's changed. Well, that's the thing. He's a dinosaur. He's not. He's not adapting with the changes. So he's, yeah, he's clearly not. His our offense is no creativity. Our defense, the the, the scheme, whatever he's doing, the <clears> players <throat> aren't picking up. And he isn't changing anything. He's running people into the ground. He's not using his bench. We don't. We don't, we're we're like. But then, but we're then like again, 25th in pace, even though we have a good offensive efficiency. Yeah, but then again, I mean, yeah, we're we're like fourth in the league in offensive rating. Let me put it to you this way. Maybe Curry's not. Give me like a top 10 coach. A, a top 10 coach that's Stevens. Like nameless. Yeah, oh, Brad, Stevens. Brad Stevens. Holy shit. How many wins do you think we'd have with Brad Stevens? Maybe. How many, how many, I mean, wins, could, how many wins could we have right Brad now? Stevens made Isaiah we, Thomas I think that we'd be, yeah. last year. I Seriously. think that we're like a 5 to 10, 5 minimum game improvement with Brad Stevens as our coach over Probably. teams. Yeah, Maybe yeah. 10. I have such a Maybe hard time 10. like quantifying that and the impact of a coach. And I know it's a real thing, but I have a really hard time doing it. At that. what point does that start to be an issue with other guys in the locker room too when Jimmy continually defends Tibbs and alludes to like other people not yeah. putting their... That's a really know, interesting question, Fred. You know what I mean? Like Because when he defends Tibbs and talks about the defense, that's like kind of throwing everyone else under the bus. Like you know if you're one mean? of the guys after games where you're like, dude, I'm freaking dead. Like I can't play these minutes, and like, and then you, your star player and your leader like comes out and basically calls you a bitch for for not being right. able to put up it with. Says like, it's not Tibbs. We're not, if you can't make people do something, and everyone, like you know, you're on the court that he's talking about you. I, I do think that the, everybody like me. Okay, if 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 Jimmy says anything about the team, what's everyone's first reaction? He's talking about. Wiggins immediately every single time. Hey, he chewed out other guys too. Like I know, I know. But that's yeah. a but that's a fan thing. It's, it's not just, a Jimmy thing. It's not. It's not a Wiggins. That's thing. because Jimmy was supposed to take Wiggins under his wing. That was supposed to be like a mentor situation. I don't know, but Doug, don't you think it's ridiculous? Like every time Jimmy says anything negative about like guys trying harder or this, that, and the other, every single time everyone's like, "Oh, he's talking to Wiggins." Like, no, he's probably not. He's a good leader. He's not gonna just call someone out individually consistently. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think at this point, all I, all I want is anything but the eight seed. Let's Thank just get you. in the playoffs, be a seven or better, and get Jimmy back, and let's see what happens. I agree. That's all we're gonna ask. That's all we can ask. Speaking of playoffs, the uh, Wild clinched. Um, they're probably going to get the three seed in the Central, unless I think they have to lose out, and St. Louis would have to like win out or something. Yeah, I heard that them. too. They would um, be the wild card if that. Yeah, happened. which would actually be better. I'd love for that to happen. I'd rather really? play because Vegas. I'd rather play Vegas than um, Winnipeg. For really? Sure. Okay. And no matter what, we're obviously not going to be. We're 
not the home team. No, we'd be playing away at Winnipeg. Very tough place. Vegas is a tough place to play too. It's it's turned so you out. Think but fluky? I think Winnipeg. I don't think they're fluky. I just think like they're not as solid of a like. There's a reason why everyone thought they were going to win like. 20 games this yeah, year. Like, yeah. They've had guys outperform that are better than what people thought they would mm-hmm. be, like legitimately better. Like William Carlson's like legitimate. He's a, he's a stud. but And like Hall has played great, and like nobody expected him to play great. But they're more susceptible to like a playoff upset than Winnipeg. Winnipeg's a yeah. solid team. They're going to be really tough to beat in the, in the playoffs. But uh, they got three more games, Anaheim, L.A., and uh, San Jose, West Coast, Coast trip. Uh, clinch the playoffs, but it doesn't really matter because Suter and Spurgeon are both out. Top two defensemen. Suter's throwing it out. It's over. I think so. Unless I mean, like our best two defensemen right now, and I don't think Spurgeon's going to be back in time for the start of the series. He might end How up slipping there. He bro- he fractured his ankle. It kind of went awkwardly into the boards. Not that different than when Spurgeon uh, tore his like hammy or whatever. Yeah, mic, good point. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Spurgeon and Suter out. That leaves Dumba and Brodine as your top two defensemen, which just is not – that's not going to fly. I mean, it's possible that Dubnik gets scalding hot and they steal a – Don't they just bring up some bruiser from, like, AAA or something like that? If that was a, a good option, he would have been up already. Yeah, how maybe they got uh, Murphy up and they'd probably play Olafson maybe. How does this uh, – what's his name? J- Jordan Greenway? Yeah, okay, so is Greenway. Jake's brother? Jake's uh, nephew, actually. Jake's nephew, Jordan Greenway. Yep. The, uh, Jake that, has a nephew that's the 24 half. years old. Yeah, Garrett's he's, a father. He's 21. <laughs> he's 6'6". He's, he's six, six. Garrett fathered a child at two years old. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> you didn't know that. No, I honestly uh, didn't. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Things you learn. Sorry. Greenway's played a couple of games. Um, signed him after the Boston University season. Second round pick a couple years ago. He's 6'6". Six, six. I'm Big nervous. Dude. I'm nervous about him in the NHL. I am. I, he looked like a little out of place. Potential? I mean, he's supposed to be like a one of our top prospects. Um, he's like a, a skilled six six player. You know, like one of those guys that's always been like bigger, stronger than everyone he's played against. Played in the last two uh, World Juniors. He his first couple games to me, he's looked a little out of place. He's looked a little slow. Um, has looked a little timid, not as physical as I would like him to be. He got absolutely tossed by Hartnell, who's like 40 years old. Welcome to the league. Yeah, in his like in the first period of his first game. We'll see, though. A lot of times those bigger guys take a little longer to um, adjust and to develop. So, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if we'll see him in the playoffs. It's possible. He, the, the, the hope was that he'd be like a third-line player in the playoffs. but Not quite there yet. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. He's got three more games. Uh, and then the other big storyline, Stahl, has 40 goals this year. He got to the 40-goal mark. He's two away from the wild franchise record of 42 set by Gabrick. And, uh, Gabby. Yeah. Man, I miss those days. I, was Gabrick, was, like, a, wild yeah, Gabrick was electric. He was he fun. Was insane. He was the last, like, you explosive. electric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was the last, like, explosive offensive player that we've had. Um, but Stahl, 40 goals. First player, only actually only second player in league history to have nine or more seasons between 40 goal years. Only other person, Gordie Howe. Dang. Yeah, and Stahl came into the wild, like, when he... When the Wild signed him, he was kind of on the decline, right? And he yeah, was, no, he, he was his... a lot. People thought he was done. He yeah. had a terrible season. Got traded midway through the year to New York, and just but he's sucked. been great the last two years. He's been really, really good. Um, and he's one of those guys that like he's not like a, a super 
fun player to watch. Like, I mean, he scores, which is fun, but like, he's not like gonna like blow by yeah. you with speed or anything. Or he seems like a just super, just looking at the guy. He just looks like a fundamental. Yeah, like, gonna do his job. Good just on the our, board, strong, big, and he's got a great shot. And our consensus big. is that uh, uh, our two winter sports are gonna have what we would call quote unquote successful seasons and just get bounced immediately. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, it'd be a good year, right? See that's so that's the thing that's so frustrating about uh, especially these eighty two and game sports and baseball too with one hundred sixty two mm-hmm. is like watching them battle all year to get into the playoffs and then bounce in two weeks is like that's a very empty that, feeling. That sucks. I, I disagree with you on the, on the wild take only because I, I I know enough about hockey to know that getting into the NHL playoffs literally gives you a shot. Yes, but well, the problem is that they're out their top two defensemen, which pretty much means they're done. I think we got to remember. Uh, how about if they were healthy? I'd agree with you. I'd say roll the dice, get in the playoffs. We got a chance. But Suter and Spurgeon out is an absolute. I think. I, shock I, think, I, I think I know what Fred's doing. I think he's setting himself up to be pleasantly. I'm, he's doing the Dave Milne. We're gonna lose. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Milne is we're gonna lose. So then you can only have. It's like the, the last few years. The Wild. Everyone's like, well, this is the year. This is yeah. it. Finally, like Wild best regular season team over. last year. Maybe. Yep, it's over. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got the Masters coming up this weekend. Yeah, this is exciting. It's always another just great like intro to spring and summer. Yeah, and it, is... it's it's just like with baseball too. Is like we're watching this game and they're in Pittsburgh and it's snowing too. But it's like I'm so con- my my mind I'm I'm so confused. Just my position in, your, in is your like, head. Wait, where's the sun? Where's the 55 degree weather? Yeah, the birds should be chirping. Mm-hmm. But no, mall or uh, we're just getting absolutely smoked with snow in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Unbelievable, and there's maybe going to be some snow tomorrow, but... Oh, well, opening day. It's going to be 75 and sunny in Augusta. So. Masters week. You guys... Are you guys Masters guys? Yes. I, I, I like... I, I don't see... watch golf religiously, but I love watching the Masters. It's because it's... I mean, it's a tradition unlike any other. It really you know? is, you know? It, it really <laughs> wow. is. Sorry, that I was well done. Andrew. Good plug, but it really is. Like, like Model 24 Podcast, sponsored by the Masters. By <laughs> tradition unlike guys, any other. Yeah, sponsored Nance, by right? Jim Nance. That'd be um, incredible. It's just like... I, it's something about Augusta and just how gorgeous it is and yeah. perfect. Speaking of immaculate, just... Getting out, like getting to see that course every spring is, it's a blessing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's fun. And it's just a, I mean, kind of like any golf tournament, you can just get yourself hooked really quickly. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I'm a golf guy. I'll, pro- I'll watch every major and I'll watch a couple of, you know, tournaments here and there if it's on, you know, but I don't, I don't follow it as close as, as a lot of people do. But like a Sunday that's tight with, two or three guys of notoriety mm-hmm. is super fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everyone's in on it, too. That's the best. Yep. Like, not talking about Twitter, like getting everyone in on Twitter, talking about, uh, not me, but reading other people talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Talk about... Yeah, uh, we're not trying to uh, get exposed when we, we go big, right? Exactly. That's why we just shut up. Yep. Um, but that's really fun. I, I hope Sunday's um, a good one. And Tiger's back, which has got everyone all in a tizzy. Yeah, I'm... Where do you stand with the Tiger thing? Like, I'm, I'm a big Tiger guy. I, and I not think like I'm a huge fan of him or I'm like a no. Tiger follower, but back in my day when I would pop on golf, I'd be like, where's Tiger? How's he mm-hmm. doing? Like, it's t- throw him on the screen. Tiger's blowback from him being like the picture-perfect role model, like, 
could do no wrong to being just like kind of just a weird shitty dude. Yeah. Was one of the biggest falls from grace, I think, besides like OJ. I think yeah. OJ murdered. Yes, that's what I mean. But it's so hard to not root for him because of how much fun it is. It is. Golf it's is so just much so fun. much more fun. Yeah. Like I don't Golf is better when Tiger's in it. Everyone always says it. Yeah. It just it just is. Like he's just he the shots he hits and just the way he carries himself around the course is just different than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, and he no, revolutionized the game. And like those early to mid two thousands when he was just running show dominant. It was that was incredible. And then going for blood in his Sunday red every Sunday. Oh, like this Tiger's red. out for blood. It's if, if you got a lead on him, he's coming. He's right on your back. It's and hard to choke. It's hard to make out. a sport like golf like that, like electrifying. Yeah, but he did it. Yeah, he did. And then part of it was because and he was so amped too. Yeah, and, and yeah, people and want jacked, it back. My word. Yes, and he's ripped. <laughs> he's, he's so ripped. I think that's actually such an average looking dude. And then he's steroids. You so gonna do steroids? Know, no, I don't. I don't know too much about ba- uh, baseball, golf. Uh, I play occasionally. I don't know a lot of the professional golfers. I do know that I've read enough about Tiger to understand that, that, that a lot of the physiologists think that every single time he comes back, he's done something else weird to him swing that like compensates for his previous injury, yeah, but prepares him for another one. Because he's either popping or he's sliding. He, he or puts he's... more stress on his body than a lot of golfers yeah, do. Yeah, he tries to whack the shit yeah, out of it. How hard he swings. Uh-huh, exactly. So, but that being said, um, it'd be great to have him just yeah. in this thing and yeah. dominating it. And he's Vegas like 10 to 1 right now, which is That's obs- ridiculous. He shouldn't be. I like, don't he, get that. He's not. He started, I think at the beginning of the year, he was like 99 to 1. It was like as high as you could get. Not as high as you could get, but like. It was up there. Yeah. It, and it, these last two weeks that he's contended. Yeah. And, well, part of it, too, is just people want to bet on Tiger because they want to be able to say, like, I bet on Tiger and he won. You know what I mean? Like, and they just want to will him to win another major, which I get. But, like, he's not a 10-to-1 player. No. I, I think it's ridiculous, too. But, I mean, are people, like, setting that betting line? I don't know. Well, they drive it. Like, if you get enough bets in there, eventually it drives the market. Yeah. You know? But um, it, it would be really fun. I mean, like... I'm not going to say, like, I'm not, like, a huge Tiger. I used to be a huge Tiger guy. I'm not, like, a huge Tiger guy, and I'm not someone that needs you to be, like, a really great guy to for me to root for you, but sure. it's, it's a little weird. It's just a little <laughs> weird now, like, just with all everything that... It's a little weird, but Maybe a I little can't, asterisk on the, the I can't though. help like, but root for Tiger. I'm going to be rooting for Tiger on Sunday. But Saturday. I'm going to give you a, a potential scenario. Besides uh-huh. the cheating of the wife, I think that was the worst thing you did of all Yeah, things. no, that was, that's pretty much... You get famous, and you start meeting, and you're a single friend. This is a single friend. And you start meeting a lot of very attractive women that you have seen in certain videos on the internet. Single? And they would also like to maybe do some things in the videos that you've seen on the internet with you. What? 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 He's talking about uh, banging porn stars. <laughs> that flew right over my head. <laughs> but also Denny's waitresses. I'm just kidding. That's disgusting. I would never do that, but I totally understand why he... No, yeah, no. I mean, there's a bunch of people, like, and you don't work at a big office. I bet there's a handful of people at like Doug's office who would be like, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. In my office. Like, oh, I'd love to bang some porn stars. Go, yeah. By the chance. But it's just a love of everyone's like, oh, yeah, I can't believe you did that. It's like, come on. You know, like, no, you know people no, it's not like love that, to have sex with porn stars. It's is more like that he was kind of like a scummy guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like that's Chino's wife. He was doing. He still got the drug thing, dude. He's obviously he loves drugs. I yeah, mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, he loves mixing them all up and cock, drug cocktails. Yeah. A little blow for Tiger. Turn sideways. Sunday. But it, come Sunday, if he's in contention, I'm rooting for Tiger. That's oh, basically yeah. the moral of the story. No doubt about that. Like I'm not like a Tiger fanboy, 
But like, I'm rooting yeah. for Tiger if he's there. Uh, yeah, we all I think are. everyone is. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Where are we at on time? Um, we're, we're, we're creeping up on the we hour. Can, we can uh, blow through NFL real yeah, quick. quick. Just uh, Patriots traded Brandon Cooks to the Rams. Rams are absolutely loaded. Yeah. Do you think like, you remember like, what was, gosh, it's got to be like eight years ago now when Philly got Philly absolutely loaded up and just Didn't sucked. really work. Do you think that's possible for the Rams? Do you think they're like uh, too big to fail? I mean. No, they're not too big to fail. They're, they still have flaws. I, mean, I still think like Goff could. Could have a bad year too. Yeah, me too. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not convinced that golf is like. Year. Yeah, that's what I mean. They, yeah. they had the best offensive football last year due to probably a lot of like different things they were doing and changes and ingenuity, and that people will know them this year. It's kind of like Zimmer better change some stuff because our yeah. D got exposed. They did get better in the offseason, though. Also, did you see uh, what's his name? Was it Aaron, Aaron Donald? Just yeah, training, training with knives. knives. I would literally, if I was his agent, I would have called big him knives. Freaked out. <laughs> yeah, because like, that guy was throwing them at him too. He like if he didn't block them, he wants he an extension, giant extension, and he's doing that. If he if he didn't block him, he was getting stabbed hard with a big <laughs> knife. Like that guy was not pulling punches. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, but the Rams are loaded, and Brandon Cooks is uh, legit wide receiver. Yeah, he is. And Goff's got a new weapon. I don't know. I I think like you said, is it going to be like the Philly thing? Could be. There's a lot of big personalities on that team too, yeah. but and you got well, how however old Sean McVay is, pretty young coach. Young coach. But I don't know. I'm a little scared of them right now. Yeah, they're good. They're they're contenders in the in the NFC for sure. Yeah, the NFC is kind of scary. NFC is pretty scary. The other thing too is like whenever Belichick and and the the Patriots trade someone who everyone agrees is like a good player, it's always like, wait, what's what are we missing? Here? Yeah, what's wrong with him? What do they know? Is is that he a, nobody else? Is knows. he a problem? Is is he hurt? Yeah, there's something is, underlying. What's that going on? People here? don't know about and won't know for a while. I guess Brady was said that he doesn't he like doesn't mind the trade, so that means that yeah. it doesn't matter well, to the Patriots. He doesn't care who he's thrown to. As long doesn't as matter to the Patriots. The other thing too is I guess OBJ's on the uh, trade block, right? Trade block, kinda. Yeah, it's like two first round picks for him. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't know, kind of a head case. But. Tom, your thoughts on uh, Odell trade block? Odell, Chelgum? I just don't. I mean, okay, if someone wanted to send the house, I think they'd do it. Like, they they said two first round. Picks. Yeah, I would say they got two or three first round picks, something like that. They'd do it, but they 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 want him there, no doubt. Especially if they plan to have Eli. Yeah, what is it they're planning with Eli? I don't know. It, Was Eli like thirty five now? I think that the. the, the I don't know. I, I thought the the nice thing with the quick tangent. I thought the nice thing would have been last year. We talked about this. They the the freaking Giants should cut Eli Lemon go sign the Jaguars, so he can be back with Tom Coughlin and help Jag- Jaguars win. But now they're all in on Bortles. But anyway, no. I listen. Odell is just clearly just like a a, a egomaniac party guy, which I totally understand, and he's terrific. He's a crazy athlete. Yeah, he's a freak. He's an yeah. absolute freak. He's an amazing athlete. Um, he's one of the best. He's had some of the most productive first three seasons in NFL history. If not yeah. the most productive, next to Randy. Yeah, he's he's a freak. But he's clearly like one of those guys who like wants to be the guy, and he wants the money. Well, the there's and been the so many of them, like Terrell. Yeah, uh, another one. Even Randy mine. for a little bit. Although he's I think Randy one. gets a bad rap. Um, I mean, yeah, he's amazing though. Like he's Dez, really good. Yeah, yeah Des better take a pay cut, otherwise he's going to get yeah, cut. Des is pretty He's good. a showboy. On the way down. We'll see yeah, what happens. Speaking I, of big name receivers, though, Kendall Wright coming to the Vikes. I like that. You like that? That's Ooh. a that's a receiver core. Yeah, where does he fall? I mean, that. does it go, what, Thielen, Diggs? Right. Right. Then Jarius? Jarius Wright's gone. He got cut. I, I thought we re-signed him cheap. 
Nope. No, he's gone. He's on we resigned Cheryl's. Oh. <laughs> it's because I it's because I saw Kendall Wright. That's right. Yeah. We we resigned Cheryl's. Yeah, Cheryl's so. back. Good to see good to what see Marcus back. Um yeah, Laquan. Pretty, Laquan pretty will be four. Yeah, I guess. Laquan will be four. Laquan should be three, but he apparently can't figure out how to then, run routes, which is a big time problem. Jerome Simpson is five, then, right? No, Kendall Wright. Kendall, the big we, stats I remember about Kendall Wright. He caught eighty percent of his targets last year. You know what year. we need is you remember? I think we've talked about this. The uh, the old uh, Jake Reed, Chris Carter, Randy Moss poster. You know what I'm talking about? Blanking, blanking. The, yeah, Kwan's yeah, got it. Yeah. Triple threat. Yeah, yeah, triple threat. We need yeah. that. We need another one of those. We need Thielen, Kendall. Diggs, and Wright. Kendall Wright would be helpful. Yeah. I don't, yeah. People need to cool See out on big, like big three. Well, Jake Reed wasn't like... No, Jake Reed was a solid number two receiver. The only reason he became you know, a sol- uh, the best three receiver. Do you don't think that because? Kendall Wright could be a solid number two wide receiver? Number two? Yeah. No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Why do you think he signed for $1 million or something like that? Got potential? No, come on. If he was a real number two, he would have gotten three, four million a year. All right, but I like the idea of another triple threat. Basically, him. I just want another triple threat poster. Yeah, I think it's, the, it's good to have another like legitimate receiver. I like that we got the Ken Wright signing. I think it's a big move, especially when we go three wide receivers. The thing I find most interesting about it, though, Ooh. is this. We typically have put either Thielen or Diggs in the slot when we go three wide receivers, mm-hmm. and then we put Laquan outside. And Laquan's good for that because Laquan is an outside receiver. He's a big guy. So it's easy to pull Laquan out there and, he, and people will still have to defend him. Like he's not as bad as people think. <laughs> I love that. People still have to defend him. <laughs> yeah. no, I love like Laquan makes a play and then all of a sudden he's like the best receiver in the world. Like to, in his own mind. Like yeah. he gets so cocky when he gets a catch. It's like, Laquan. I mean, at least he's. I like, wish he was better. I yeah, do too. Man, I would love it. Yeah, you I, imagine if he had he panned out so, even a little bit? He was so good at Mississippi State. If he had panned out just a little bit. So All right, we're gonna we're gonna get caught in the vice. Yeah, good point. Uh, Ev, you got a thing that's uh, pissing you off? Yeah, I got, you? okay. This is the thing that bugs me. It happened today at work. Uh, it's it's out of your control, but I want to see if you guys ever have this similar experience. But like, you're at work and there's people around you that maybe like coworkers that you aren't that close with that you don't really like talk to too much, and they're talking sports like things that we love to talk about and we know well, and they're like wrong about things they're saying or they're saying like oh yeah you know like this and that and like kind of talking like they're knowledgeable but they're just not it just and it just like irks you and you're like ah but it's not worth saying anything i don't want to be like that guy that's just got to be like uh no actually like you're wrong like cat <laughs> cat's yeah. not a rookie this year like he's oh it's you know, like, yeah. like, oh, that's like bad. That, you yeah. know it's yeah. just like those kind of things are like this guy talking about you should the wolf, this guy talking about the wolves yeah i think they have like Eight games left. They play Denver tonight, and it's like no, they, they play Denver tomorrow. But we have four games, and like <laughs> we're not for sure. You know, things yeah. like that. It's like I don't yeah. know. You I don't want people situation? do that if they're not like super confident. In it. That's it was, the thing. It, when people are like, "Yeah, we've got eight games left. You know, we played Denver tonight. Huge game. Yeah, it's we're like, for um, sure. We're already for sure in the playoffs. Yeah, it's like, it's like no, dude, we're not. You've no idea what you're, <laughs> you're talking so about. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, you know, that's always a tough like when I never would ever step in. There's this, one guy at work I talk sports with. Yeah. And he listens, so as long as they like know like hey, I know a lot more than you. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. No, but, but like there's I talk with him because it's it's enjoyable to talk about. I don't find it a lot of fun to talk about sports with like people a lot of don't. people. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Like, sure. I do you have your people. Yes, I have my people I like to talk about. I don't like talking about sports with like just anyone. Yeah. You no, know you're, what I mean? it's, that's exactly what it is. So usually when like if like a bunch of people are talking about it in in the lab or something, I, I generally like just 
don't get involved. Yeah. Even though you like you probably know more than all of them. It's you know just I mean? like I don't yeah, I just don't I don't know. That can it, apply it, to sports, it can apply to like my sports are anything. a very uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a close knit like family thing I like yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about with like there's like probably ten people in, in the world that I really like talking sports about. Yep, I know what you mean. That's my thing. That, that, yeah. It's like Ah, I just want to say something, but I really don't at all. So I just don't even want to go there. I don't yeah. want to start. Yeah, don't. Like, yeah, that's whole, not worth it. Speaking of rabbit holes, that's a whole rabbit hole you don't want to go yeah. down. Um, that's about it. That's all that's, I got. You guys got anything? That's else? what we got. You guys um, see that kids are pulling condoms out of their, their yeah. That's, that's the new thing now. Tide Pod. That's over. We're Apparently, doing. We're snorting condoms and pulling them out of our mouths. Yeah. What? Like why? Just <laughs> how do these things start? I'm just curious. Like how do they just some guy, one kid did it and got like 20,000 retweets on Twitter or something. Yeah, and then it's just like everyone's Can you mad. kill yourself that way? Can you like suffocate? Oh, yeah. I'm sure yes. Like, like down well, your throat? Yeah, well, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. It actually does the condom thing. Yeah, or like it goes the wrong way and then like you breathe in and it like explodes or like, like <laughs> this gets is bigger. Like, did you, did your parents ever like sit you guys down? Remember the choking game? Yeah. Do your parents ever like sit you down and say something no. like, don't play this? No, My parents literally thought like, I wasn't, I never did that. Mom. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not an you know, idiot. I don't want to die. You know what? Like, and it might even be dumber than snorting a condom. That like was the big thing in high school. Not like for people that I knew, but like it was like the thing kids were doing. You know, like in the papers, like kids are doing this. Yeah. It was uh, farm yeah, parties, like PH farm, where you just go into your parents' <laughs> uh, uh, farm cabinet. Yeah, cabinet, and just pour all your pharmaceuticals into a bowl and just take a handful. Good grief. Oh my god. <laughs> what I do you remember that. You remember that? remember that? Farm parties. That's fucking crazy. It's Excuse insanity. That is no, it's like, insane. That is madness. <laughs> it's actually like, that's Russian roulette. You could die like, that's, easily. You're easily. playing Russian roulette. That's a handful too. Just, just, just a handful of just random. Honestly, that might be a coin Prescription like, pills. Yeah. <laughs> One in four I mean, This goes back to the like the Twitter thing. We just, you're just so stupid. Yes. That's what I'm saying though. It's like you're a full-blown moron. You're an idiot. You're an idiot until you're like. I'm bored. God damn it. Let's just eat a handful <laughs> of random pills. Hey, we guys, we're, we're 14. We can't buy alcohol. We can't what do, die. What do you say? Yeah, we're, we're invincible. Worse. What do you say? We go into my parents cabinet to their their prescription drug cabinet and just empty everything into a bowl and see what happens get a spoon maybe some milk you know yeah wash it down i can't even imagine those would be like good highs if you like didn't die (laughs) what no you probably just feel like shit a bunch of stuff's like probably for like ailments like true like they're they're not all gonna be like prescription strength painkillers you just like like, throw up you like throw up and your stomach hurts for four days it's gonna be like it's gonna be like or you die what are the other? What do you want, dude? It's gonna be like Humera. Like you're you're gonna have plaque psoriasis healed that you don't have. You know what I mean? Like maybe you turn into like a superhuman. I don't know. Maybe that's where like that's where the Marvel Spider Man. If that happened to you, you just morph into like a Marvel green blob of evil. Marvel rat, makes... half rat, half blob. That, that doesn't sound too bad. You'd scurry out of there, and hide under a bridge, and just. <laughs> Start killing kids or something. Start gnawing off kids' yeah. legs. I think, I think we're burnt out. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's when we probably get are talking about living as a half rat, half blob under a bridge. After, <laughs> after a farm party. You guys want to have a farm party? Yeah, yeah maybe right. Saturday night. We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. And uh, in the meantime, we're going to go try a farm party. Yep. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard.
35 inches of beauty. Grab the, oh, wow. I